Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. You guys ever play the Immaculate Grid? Yep. Immaculate Grid is great. And yesterday, I was playing the Immaculate Grid hockey, and I needed a player that had played for the Penguins and the Coyotes. Mm. And I decided to go with Joe Vitale. Nice. Who's with us now on the Celebrity <laughs> Line here on 101 ESPN, our blues analyst here on your home of the blues. Good morning, Joey. How are you doing? Hey, Randy. Good morning. I was equally uh, flattered and insulted when you used me because, A, I'm glad you used me, and that's where the flattering comes from. But then I was a little bit insulted when I was only used 0.2% of all the people <laughs> participating. Come on, people. <laughs> it's, it's a humbling thing, Joey. I was on one. I was about the same. 0.2. Point, it might have been 0.02. I'm not sure. But, you know, nonetheless, you're on there, brother. We're good. It's like a uh, it's like a homecoming for me, Terry, because we played the Coyotes last night, uh, former club of mine, and then the Pittsburgh Penguins coming to town, and, mm-hmm. and I don't ever ask you this, Terry, but you had to have hammered away a couple Permane brothers back in the day in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, I, I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is one of the I, I tell people this is one of the best sports cities in the country. Uh, it's a lot like the Pittsburgh Pick, uh, Steelers. Remind me a lot of what fans feel here about the St. Louis Cardinals. It's the same type of energy, uh, same type of mo, you know, same type of mindset, and guys really enjoy. Families like to go to Steeler games. The, the the town shuts down on a Sunday night. I'm sure you've gone to a Steelers game, so it shuts down. It's just it's yeah. it's an it's, it's an exciting time. It's a great it's a great city and uh, very comparable to St. Louis. And uh, the the one and only Steelers game I went to. Uh, I was actually going there with Brooks Orpik and a couple a couple of friends, and we actually stopped off at a Permandy Brothers where we got a big sandwich, and I'll never forget it. And for anyone out there who's been to Permandy Brothers, you know these sandwiches are stacked high. Mm-hmm. And Brooks Orpik is a very healthy, healthy. I mean, he was one of the, the first pros I've seen really take really good care of his body. And we'd sit down. I think he wanted a Reuben with just, like, the corned beef and bread, and that was it. <laughs> and I'll never forget this lady behind the counter. He's like, well, we um, we put everything on it. And he's like, no, I don't want the fries or I don't want the, you know, whatever. And she's like, she's like, we he is at Permanente. We put fries on our sandwiches. <laughs> and Brooks is like, no, no, I understand that. But can I just get him on the side then? He's like, he's like, what don't you understand, boy? And then we had some guy across the counter be like, 
Hey, Teresa, that's Brooke Sorberg with the penguin. She's like, I don't care who he is. She was yelling at him. He was yelling at her. And man, we had the biggest laugh of our life. And she brought his sandwich out. Man, it was sack with fries. I think she actually put double fries on it just to make him more mad. There you go. Uh, Joey, Brooke was looking for a word of the day. And I, I believe that the Blues had what we could call a languorous effort oh. last oh. night. Nice. For, for those, she wants us Context to text clues. You uh, so yeah, out. languorous uh, is <laughs> lack of energy or vitality, sluggishness. Would, would a languorous effort well describe the Blues last night? I was going to say a little bit baffling, but I think your word trumps baffling. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I, I would agree, and I think that you know, just to be real, I think every player would say the same thing. That was a that was a frustrating loss last night, and not necessarily about. You know, losing. You know, uh, and and I hate I hate saying like losing to the Coyotes. I think I think we need to stop saying that because every team in this league is good now. I mean, the, the days of where you would go to you know Fort Lauderdale and beat up on the Panthers or go out to the desert and beat up on the Coyotes. I mean, the league has changed so much. Every team is good. Uh, the parity is so close. And I think that from beyond that, though, it's not necessarily who they played. It's it's the fashion of what they played. And I think that uh, the lack of passion at times, uh, the lack of intensity, uh, the lack of organization, especially having as many practice days they've had, that that was certainly a little bit baffling. They they, they grabbed a lot of momentum in the first two games. You go to Dallas, you grab a point against one of the best teams, you win in a shootout at home ice against a very good Seattle team, and all of a sudden you're starting to gain something. And I think that last night certainly was a step backwards. It's still very early. I don't think it's panic mode time just yet. But it is a little concerning uh, when you especially look at this group. A lot of these pieces were here last year. And that game very closely resembled a lot of the hockey we saw last season. Joey, do you agree with this? You, you can stomach a loss when you give great effort, when the team just beats you man-to-man. A guy is better than you in that moment. You can stomach that. But when it's the, the way it looked last night, just – did I call you Jamie or Joey? You said Joey. Yeah, I you, okay, Joey. Uh, the, uh, just the lack of energy, that's more troubling for me than just getting beat man-to-man, giving great effort. Yeah, you know, it was. it's one of those games, and, I, and I've been on those ice sheets, where it's, it's not that the guys show up and they're like, hey, I don't really feel like playing tonight, or let's just you know take a night off. It's, it's never that. It, it's almost something in the game that doesn't unfold the way it's supposed to, and you kind of start back on your heels, and you just really can't ever find time to grab it you got to give a ton of credit to Arizona because they, they prevented St. Louis from grabbing that game at any moment. You know, uh, we talked to Steve Ott right after the game, immediately as soon as the horn rang. We always talked to him on our post game with Kerber and I. And, you know, he made a comment about or just our 10-foot execution was bad, meaning the 10-foot support, the 10-foot passing. I think Craig Ruby had a great comment saying the passing was just simply awful in the game. So when you, don't, when you aren't connected and you're not supporting each other, uh, it makes it very hard to find any kind of momentum into the game. We looked at a four-check last night where the Blues were putting the pucks in decent spots. You'd have one four-checker, and then the second guy was really late, or the third guy was way behind. And all of a sudden, Arizona just double-teamed the puck carrier, and then before you know it, they're up and out of their zone. So when you play a team like that, and you're not spending any time in the offensive zone because the support isn't there, and you're not moving your feet, well, at the end of the day, you're not going to spend a lot of time in the offensive zone, and then that's where the frustration happens. And that's where it almost looks as if there's just a poor effort. It's not that the intention of the effort wasn't there. It was there. It's just that when you're not moving your feet and you're not, and you're allowing Arizona to break out so easily, it's a very frustrating style of hockey. It's almost like, you know, trying to bury yourself in quicksand. You try to work your way out of it, but the harder you work, the further you end up sinking. And so those games are very frustrating, uh, but that one certainly will not sit well. 
with this Blues team. And, you know, like I said, it's three games in. It's, it's no reason to panic just yet. But I, but I know what it's like in the minds of a Braden Shen who's a new, newly captain. He's trying to get this thing off on the right foot. You know, you're Jordan Kyrie, you're Robert Thomas, you're making $8 million. You're the franchise faces of, of this, this team moving forward. You know, you're Robert Thomas, you don't have a goal yet. You're Jordan Kyrie, you only have the one point. So a lot of these things, they're going to start festering up in these guys, and they're going to start kind of building. So this is why it's really important that they get reorganized today. They're going to be skating out at, out at Centene at 11 o'clock, get a really good practice in, a good morning skate tomorrow. Because it really never is going to get easier. you got the Pittsburgh Penguins, like you mentioned, Randy, coming to town. Uh, two of still the best players in my, in my mind in the world. Uh, so it's going to be a big handful tomorrow night. Were you surprised that Jordan Bennington didn't start last night, considering that they did have so much time off? I know that they need to get Joel Hofer in some, but you kind of wonder in that situation if Jordan Bennington should have been in there. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think so. I think that was the right decision. I stand by it. I think Craig Berube would stand by it, too. Uh, you have to get Joel Hofer in there. If you go back to his last time he played, it was in a preseason game against the Blackhawks. That was October 7th, and he only actually came in for one period. And believe it or not, he only faced two shots in the one period he came in. So that was October 7th. If you were to fast forward to the first back-to-back, when you would try to get a backup in, Brooke, you're looking at the Calgary-Vancouver back-to-back, which is not until next week. So it would almost be a full month of not seeing a full game action for Joel Hofer, which is just too much time. So Craig Berube looks at the schedule. You figure between when preseason's over and that first back-to-back, you got to figure out a way to get him in somewhere. And I think that was a good game to get him in, a weekday against the Coyotes. Biddington has not been great against the Coyotes. Uh, so I thought it was the right call. I do to this day, and I, and I think Craig Brewery will stand behind it as well. You know, I think Joel, to be fair, would like to have a couple of those goals back. Uh, the one for Cartoni there that snuck underneath his pad. He almost reached over for the one on Jason Zucker. He barely nicked it with his glove. I'm sure he'd like to have a couple of them back, but for the most part, this was just um, uh, a team loss. The team was not good in front of them. Uh, it was lack of days ago at times. There was no connection coming out of the D zone. And it just was a poor performance from all the men in front of Joel Hofer. And it's unfortunate, too, because as a backup, you know, your time between games is a lot more than a starter. So he's going to have to sit with this one for a little while. And allowing six goals is not the confidence boost you want for your backup goalie, who you're going to be leaning on a lot coming up this season. Joey V, a couple more things. Number one, how was the run this morning? The run was great. Uh, we were missing. We were one man down. It was just a trio of us, but we uh, we uncovered a lot. We uncovered a ton. We, we had our coffee at Caldi's, and uh, I'm feeling refreshed and, and ready for the day. I'm not looking forward to the winter weather. It gets colder and colder, though, Randy. I was going to bring that up because you guys are headed to Winnipeg. I guess, though, if you're going to go to Winnipeg, better in October than December, January, February, or March. I'm telling you one thing. I'm not going to complain about the schedule this year. This, we, we, we've knocked it out of the park in a couple, a couple major details of the schedule look really good for the Blues team. You're, you're in Winnipeg early. I'm actually not even going to Winnipeg in, in January because I'm doing the game for Bally. So I'll be actually home doing the game out of studio. So this is my one and only to Winnipeg. I will take that. You know, one of the other things is uh, the ho- you look for the holidays as a hockey player. You know, we're home. Uh, right after Thanksgiving, we're going to be able to spend Thanksgiving with your family. We're not in Western Canada before Christmas. So there's plenty of things to be grateful for with this year's schedule. So you're not going to see one person complain. But, yeah, that's going to be the first big road trip next week. Winnipeg, Calgary, Vancouver, uh, only the one back-to-back. And I know that a lot of these Blues players are looking to, to get up to Canada to kind of get away a little bit, to kind of get a refresher and a reboot, hopefully, uh, to kind of turn the season around. Always good to hear your voice, sir. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Sounds good. Randy, Kerry, Brooke, you guys have a great weekend as well. See you later. That's Joe Vitale, our Blues analyst for your St. Louis Blues here on 101 ESPN.